0: Home of the black and gold, SNR.
1: To steal his blitz on SNR here. There we go. You know, these new studios, Arthur Modes. Are still, yeah, I was still... over here like,
0: man, it, it sounds a little unique, to say the least.
1: Yeah, you know, I had our phone in queue still because we were talking to, uh, you know, some of our, our loyal listeners on the phone lines during break there. This is true. And I, now I've got the headphones jacked up. This is, you know, this is just a lot to balance for a young man like me, I tell you.
0: But you're a rock star with gray hair, and that's all that matters.
1: <laughs> you guys know where to get involved. Uh, the tweets, the phone calls. Motsy. First, though. What's up? Talk to me, man. You, you over here flustered? What's going on? No, I'm not flustered at all. We having, okay. a, great, we having a great day. Okay, we I just, was about to say, man. We, we, we just we... killed about a half an hour with our buddy Cece. I mean, we
0: did. That was a lot of fun, though.
1: That's like, uh, I mean, geez, that's like taking candy from a baby. That's just easy. Yeah. Not that I'm taking candy from any Don't babies. act
0: like you ain't never took no candy from no baby now. I you, have, you, just you, not you, my own. I was about to say, you, you a dad now. Just give it time. It give happens. It time, yeah. It, I took candy from she my kid was... last night. Okay, you know she was only two weeks yeah. old for this Halloween, so let's wait till next year. Yeah, I was about to say I will definitely. I, I'm that guy. I take from my kids. In, in fact, I'm trying we to introduce them. my children to taxes. They come home, whatever they get, whether it's, it's, it's <laughs> if it's four chicken nuggets, I need one. Why, Dad? Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam. You'll learn. I'm I'm getting you ahead of the curve. Uncle Sam. Who got you those chicken nuggets? Oh, wait a minute, Dad. I got. Fifty dollars for babysitting? No, you didn't get fifty dollars. You actually got forty dollars for babysitting. Ten of that's coming to me, Uncle Sam. Don't make me start to tax you twenty percent. You see what happened to Frank Lewis in American Gangster, right? Okay, twenty percent. Don't play,
1: <laughs> my man. Oh, that Arthur vibes. He's he's wilding today, folks. I tell you, just you know, throwing it out there. Let's uh, let's hit it. Let's. Why don't we do this? We, we'll do a little bounce back. We'll do a little. Char- I'm with it, man. Little Charlotte's Web between the phone calls and the tweets. I am with. it. Does that it. sound like a plan to you? Let's do it. All right. Well, let's uh, first go to uh, the phone lines here. Our buddy out in Colorado, Ranger Abraham, is on the line. Ranger, what's up, man?
2: Hey, guys. So, I know you guys talked a lot about the Pro Bowl. I want to talk about the Senior Bowl. Hit us. And I think the hidden gem is truly Desmond Ritter. Ooh. Go on. I think he could possibly even go into the second round. So I think we could get a lineman in the first round and then get him in the second round. And I think that he could possibly win us a couple more Super Bowls. Ooh,
1: I like that. I Ritter is a guy that I'm intrigued by because when I watched him play this year at Cincinnati, he looked like he had some guy-like characteristics. He has, you know, not had, I think... I, or I should say I don't think he had the greatest Senior Bowl, but I do think there's a lot of upside with this guy. I I'm very interested to see how he performs at the combine, and his pro days, these things. Because again, I, the Senior Bowl is tough. Like it is, it, it's tough to judge because in its own way, it's not as bad as the Pro Bowl, right? But it's kind of a, a glorified exhibition game as well, too. These guys are trying to impress scouts, but they're also they there there is a, a fine line of of, of demarcation there. Um, but Motzi, I don't know. What's your thoughts on Desmond Ritter? Um, for me, man, with Desmond, I think that number one, he's a winner. You look at yeah. his amount of
0: wins. I think he's third most behind Colt McCoy, and it's one of the. I think he has like forty three career wins or whatever, right? So it's, I mean, he definitely has that. Yeah. I think that he's a very smooth player. He always looks comfortable. He always looks under control. He never looks like he's being rushed or sped up. If that makes sense. Um, One of the things that I thought coming from that senior bowl, though, I was surprised at how comfortable he looked and how athletic he looked in his rollouts. They had him doing a lot of play-action pass. I was frustrated because he was handing the ball off a lot as well, and it's hard to evaluate him. But when they started Mm -hmm. to have him in space a little bit more, I thought that he did some good jobs extending plays in terms of escaping the rush, and also, just like I said, just throwing on the run and displaying nice touch. So I do like that, and I do think he would be available Later on in the draft, not just necessarily in that first round. So I I like that thought process. I could definitely see that. But for me, I think that he has really good size also. I mean, when we talk about some of the other quarterbacks, he is definitely on the taller side compared to some of these other guys who are six foot, six and a quarter inch, who you have to worry about being able to see over the interior part of the offensive line. I think with Desmond, you don't necessarily have that, but he he definitely is showing, you know, that he can be a little bit more athletic than people want to give him credit for. I, I'm with you though, Wes. I want to see his times mm-hmm. in terms of when he starts to test and stuff like that, just to see how athletic he truly is, because he he showed some stuff in that game in the senior bowl.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, four year starter. There's there's a lot of tape on him there to to go off of
0: winner. Absolutely, yep. man. Big games.
2: They they also talked a little bit about the practices for the Senior Bowl, mm-hmm. and one they had a they had a rainy day, and they said that Desmond Ritter looked the best of the mm-hmm. quarterbacks yeah. during the rain.
1: Well, that's always good. We know in the, a, in the in the AFC good. North, yeah, we know it's uh you're not playing in Miami and uh no. <laughs> and down south very often. You're playing uh you know multiple times in Cleveland and Cincinnati and Pittsburgh and in Baltimore. Um, that's yeah, that's another good angle actually. I I like that as lo- a lot. And you know he played. Cincinnati he played Midwest school, mm-hmm. you know, not, not the greatest mm-hmm. weather, obviously as well. Um, and I think, yeah, those are, those are factors you have to consider, you know, when you play in a division, when you play a schedule like the Steelers do good stuff, Ranger, you, uh, anything else? Or, or are you good? So I, I, you know, we
2: talked about chili yesterday, last oh, week. Yes, oh yes. Oh, hey now. I'm actually making, actually making homemade chili today. And my secret is I have this recipe called maple bourbon chili. Hmm. Ooh.
1: You're speaking our language. So you so you see, you, you heard how both
0: of
2: us perked up, so you said that. It was like, oh, what's, 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 <laughs> repeat. <laughs> yeah, go, please go on. So, I use bullet Kentucky bourbon, okay. and I use true maple syrup, and I put that in there with a little bit of cinnamon, and it's just amazing.
1: Well, you know what, Ranger? you got a problem now, and that's yeah. that it's not a secret anymore. Yeah. You just said it on our airwaves. I'm writing it down over here. Tell you what, next time,
2: next time I have some hey, chili. I'll, I'll, I will share it with you two if you guys eat it on the air.
1: <laughs> oh, now we're talking! I kinda,
0: I'm kind of liking where this is going right here, man. <laughs>
1: now we're talking. I, I'm all
0: down for food. You know that.
1: Listen, next time, next time you come, <laughs> next time you come out to Pittsburgh, you slide my DMs. All right, we'll make this happen. Yeah, we're gonna need. We're gonna need to see what this, sounds what all good. this
0: special chili is all about.
1: Ranger, great stuff is always. <laughs> part of hearing from you, we appreciate the phone call and uh, and enjoy that chili. We'll talk soon. All
2: right, sounds good.
1: There he is, Ranger Abraham, out in Colorado, the Chili Master. Yes, indeed. The Riddler Scouter. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Honestly, in this class of quarterbacks, like, because we've talked about this a lot. There's, I mean, you you just look at the last couple years alone, right? There's no Trevor Lawrence. There's no Joe Burrow. There's no Kyler Murray, but there are a lot of guys that I think can be good. You know, the, yeah. they, that I don't think they're gonna walk in day one and and all of a sudden, you know be an effective NFL quarterback, but that they've got a chance to have lengthy careers, to be, you know, maybe not ever top five, top seven type guys, but in that next wave of still franchise, good franchise quarterbacks. You know, Pickett, Willis, um, Ritter. There's there's a couple guys. Carson Strong as well, mm-hmm. too, I'm, I'm intrigued by. I want to see how he does at the Combine. There's, I mean, there always is, mozi Like, there's always some intriguing quarterback names, but I think this year... You could almost argue when you don't have the like slam dunk guy that stands at the top, that I think it makes it more interesting from top to bottom because there's just a lot to debate and evaluate there.
0: Yes, yeah, a lot more parity with this class. That's the thing that I, yeah. I, I'm with you yeah, on Yeah, that's that. a good way to put it. Yeah, because typically you do have one or two guys that you know, hey, this is the first quarterback, this is the second quarterback definitively, and there isn't a lot of excitement around that. In fact, it gets boring when you can predetermine uh, you know, four or we've, five months before the We've before known the who the draft is going to be, yeah. Right, whereas this year, you, you're right. We don't know any of these guys in terms of who's going to go to number one. Do they go quarterback? Do they switch it up and go with some of these uh, non-traditional mm-hmm. positions earlier in the draft? So I do like that, but I also will say this, and I say this because at times I feel like people kind of blend it all together. When we talk about this class not having a definitive superstar, not having a clear-cut number one, or we say it's a down year, people assume this. we're talking that it's a bad quarterback class. That is not what we are saying. All the quarterbacks that we have talked about up here, in some way, shape, or form, have a floor that they could legitimately be a QB1. Not a franchise quarterback, but a QB1 in the NFL. Worst case, a QB2. We're just saying that, in the sense of it's exciting because we don't know of these guys, who do you like in terms of when we talk about a Kenny Pickett versus Malik Willis, well, one is a better athlete. One gives you more excitement plays and things like that. uh, Improvisation and Mm -hmm. things like that. But the other, he's a little bit more limited, but he is way more refined. He is way more better in his decision-making. He's more polished, more mature at the quarterback position. But both of those qualities you need. So how do you determine which quarterback you take over the other? and that's the conversation with a lot of these prospects when you talk about them those are the conversation in terms of how we split the hairs well this guy is 65 where this guy is 62 but this guy is a cannon of arm where this guy's more mobile yeah that's the beauty of this class. But like I said, all these guys that we've talked about, it's probably five or six guys, honestly, that we've talked about mm-hmm. that legitimately can come in this NFL and be good players. So I don't think it'll be a surprise when we look at this class maybe four or five years and we're like, well, you know what? Yeah, they do got a couple these of guys, guys that, are sta- that are paying out. They're yeah. good. Not They're not solidified. They're not great. They're not franchise quarterbacks, but they're just good quality
1: starting quarterbacks. I can see it. I can too. I think that's I think that's well put by you. Um da, 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 da. let's go and look at some of the tweets here. Wallace tweets us and says um you know in, in regards of the, the Terrell Austin conversation he's kind of on the same page as us just doesn't think it's the right time to to bring in new blood and new ideas when you already have so many needs that you feel like you have to address this offseason, if all you'd be doing is adding, you know, more new schematics, more new ideas, as opposed to to something that you already have. I, I do think that's well said. I guess you could maybe you could make an argument for that both ways. Right. Because you could say if you are going to make sweeping right. change and you know, do it all at once. um, But I think, you know, Chris Carter touched on this a little bit. This Steelers defense over the last three years, when they've been healthy, they've been one of the better units in the league. 2019, no, absolutely, man. 2019, they were the best defense in the NFL. And they weren't that good the past two years, but they were still, when they were healthy, one of the better units in the NFL. And, you know, again, it's the National Football League. Health is is a huge curveball, huge question mark, huge what if for every team. Um, the Steelers over the last two years have have not had much fortune there on the defensive side of the football They haven't had also as much depth than they had as they had in the past in the defensive side of the football when you add those two things up you you get what you've gotten, which is a mixed bag of performances very true um but that's why you know I think you and I've talked about this a lot i'm i, I you know I want to address the trenches and free agency and in the draft and kind of start rebuilding from there out on both sides of the ball. <sighs>
0: just hope that we do it the right way this year.
1: Trenches out. I was going to say,
0: because, I mean, last year we could have said trenches as well, but we didn't go trenches out. We worked outside in. That's why I'm just like, ah, I mean, I hope so.
1: But remember, Arthur Motes, this I know, time this time, time last year, I, know. I mean, how can the offensive line be worse? I know. It, it been worse. can't be any I worse.
0: Know. I remember. And then it got
1: worse. Mama. <laughs> so forgive me if I'm just, you know, a little hesitant. Just, you, just I, I, you, you seen Ace Ventura? I have. Yeah, Ray Finkel, laces out. Dan Marino. Ooh, yeah. Uh, trent, mm. Trenches out. That's my new. Ugh. That's, my, that's yeah. my new. mantra for the I <laughs> know where we was going with it. I was with it though. Trenches out. All right. Laces out. Trenches out. We're gonna build that, that, from the trenches out. I ain't know if that was your gun poking me or not. You know, just yeah, just checking. Uh, Jason tweets and says he's... <laughs> Do you have a mint, or perhaps some banaca? <laughs> I blame you, bro. You you took us here. <laughs> Jason tweets and says, "I'm excited what Tara Austin can do with our defense. What do you guys think? Get the band back together, bring back Mike Munchak.
0: Ooh, I mean he's definitely somebody that we've been talking about. Um, ever since Denver made the coaching switch mm-hmm. and the reports came out that he would potentially be on the outs out there, and then obviously Chris Morgan, Chris Morgan departing to go to Chicago. Yeah, I mean I can." And I said Chicago. Yeah, it was Chicago, correct. Yes. Correct. Yes, it was. Yeah, so, so with that, I mean, it makes a lot of sense So on our end. I just don't know on Munch's end where he's at with it because we know he left not because of money, not because of opportunity, but more so because of family. He went to spend time with his family. Um, I believe his young grandkids and things like that that had just moved out there. I don't know what the current status of that is, but I do know currently right now his employment status is in question. So... That could be a decision that he has to make. I'm sure he'll take his time and decide with his family. But, yeah, if he's returning, I mean, it makes perfect yeah. sense. a no-brainer.
1: I would imagine he's not going to come cheap. But you know what? Most people who are elite at their jobs come with a price tag. I mean, that's why you think they pay Arthur Moats and I all the I mean, big bucks or, or, to do
0: this show. Why you think people always complaining about the hires in here, man? It's like, yo, man, we got, we got to spend,
1: man. Spend to get
0: them good guys.
1: Spend to get that good money check. Annie tweets and says she's here for any and all Fresh Prince of Bel Air analogies. Let's go. Uh, she asks Annie, "Does is it possible that over time, Mike Tomlin, Coach Tomlin, gradually turns over more of the defense to Tara Austin as he continues to trust him more and more over time?" I mean, we would hope. It's just like I said, it's for gonna be a group effort.
0: Yeah, I just felt like a little bit that. Put it like this, if we'd never heard Keith Butler say what he said, then yes, I would be thinking that without a doubt, the longer this goes on, that relationship becomes stronger, that Terrell's Austin uh, that Turl's responsibility will continue to grow and become more robust. But when you think about how long Keith Butler was here, you look at the success that he was having as well, and to hear, you know, him make this uh the statement that he made in terms of Coach Thomas still being the guy, predominantly with his hands on the defense right, and things like right. that, it just makes me feel like It's probably not going to happen as long as Coach Tomlin is there. But what I could very well see a scenario is Toro being the successor to Mike Tomlin. If they were to Hmm. stay together for that long, and obviously Coach Tomlin says, you know what, hey, man, I'm done. I want to leave and go somewhere else or retire, whatever it may be. You already would have an in-house promotion as well for that, going back to what we are talking about in terms of you want to know who this guy is culturally. You want to know who this guy is from a a mental standpoint Mm -hmm. and having him in the organization now for a couple of years and getting promotions within the organization sure, as well, sure. you would be able to cl- uh, kill all those, you know, put all those ducks in a row in, in, in a sense.
1: Yeah, no, I think that, that's that's nicely laid out by you there. David tweets us, Dhev, the Photoshop extraordinaire. Yes, sir. Scrap the actual Pro Bowl game, keep the skills challenge, add more events, make it more interactive with fans. Just for the love of God, stop watering down the game. Football's got to be played at 100% or not at all.
0: Pros versus Joes, let's get it, man. Pros. pros versus Joes. Yeah, in a
1: game of dodgeball, maybe. Pros
0: versus You remember the show? The pros they would they would yeah. put them on. Oh, no, but there wasn't that wasn't dodgeball. They was in legit pads. But now those Joes were but, good shape Joes. But not all of them. Not all of them. We're not gonna act like it was some some well, bad. They was, didn't
1: they didn't look like me. So like what I'm five, is, ten, hundred and fifty pounds. But but what I'm
0: saying is this though. Even in that vein right there, right? I, I joke about it, but going back to the, the conversation that Chris had in terms of if we made it a skills challenge, a one-on-one mm-hmm. type of situation. Imagine what it would be like if it was like, hey, we're going to do one-on-one pass rush reps down here. We're going to do one-on-one routes. Over here,
1: be hilarious. You know what, what I mean? mean. <laughs>
0: but, but, but no, no, not with the Joes. I'm talking AFC versus NFC.
1: Oh, I, I get what, okay. I get what you're saying. That's I get, yeah, yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah. I,
0: I was joking about the pros versus Joes, but I'm saying like that seven shots type right, stuff. Think and, pros yeah. versus Joes concept, but with AFC, Ooh. NFC players. Because you're getting the best of the best out there. These guys will compete one-on-one. The injury risk is a lot lower when you remove all of the bodies around you. I can see that as well, man. Or we could do the pros versus pros, and then
1: I'm gonna be a Joe, and I'm gonna knock me somebody out, though. That's you're just interested in catching a body. That's all I want to do. I'm a, I'm concerned, you know. You're normally such a happy-go-lucky guy. Is everything okay? Well, you seem like you really want to hit somebody. Do I need to get out of here? All right, you want to know the truth? I gotta I gotta walk on eggshells you, for, you for the, the next the half an hour. You, till you, we you, get all right, you want me
0: to tell you the truth? Want me to tell you what's going on today, man?
1: Hey, tell me what's going on. All right, look, man. This morning, I did a thing. Oh, no. All right, I did a thing. That's usually not a good way to start a story.
0: So this morning, after I dropped my children off at school, and then I went to the post office, Mm -hmm. me and my wife decided to get pedicures. (laughs) And I really enjoyed it. In fact, I think I enjoyed it a lot. That's all right. There ain't nothing wrong with that. So I just felt like since I enjoyed it so much, I need to come in here and just you know flex a little bit, just let people know. Like, yeah, don't, my don't, man. Don't think because I got my toes done today that I ain't still knocking people out.
1: You, know what I'm <laughs> you, need to, you need to have your Mike Gundy. You need to have your Mike Gundy moment in
0: here. I, I started to cut the sleeves off of my hoodie or my jacket, but it was a little too cold outside. I didn't notice you're growing them all you growing a mall out saying? there. I, I, mean. st- I started to do that just because it's like you know I, I gotta let these people know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm about to show the taco. I don't even have taco meat, but I'm about to show the taco meat just so they know. Like, hey, don't don't think because I got these toes done today that I ain't still really aggressive. All right? Don't you walk up on me like that. I'm dangerous. <laughs> Real G's get their toes done, too. You know what I'm saying? We, we get our toes done. It's all right.
1: Motsi, I've never had confession time. I've never had a manicure or a pedicure. See this, I, all right? But, here we go. But all right. I, I <laughs> listen. I would. I'd go get a pedicure right now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I say no. I don't know. I like. I okay. don't know how I have my fingers, whatever. But yeah. but my. I mean, my feet. Yeah, I'll have some scrape down. Okay. get all okay. that dead skin off there and massage my feet and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. I, I just didn't know your, your temperature on the situation. Although, so you know what, I do what? feel a lot better right now. All right, can we can, can we be fair here though? Can uh, I tell you something honestly? Oh man, here we go. You know this. I mean, I'm not you No, 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 Unless okay. unless you're a relatively newer listener. I mean, yes. you know this. I play hockey once a week. Mm-hmm. Buddy, years and years of wearing hockey skates. Ooh. And my feet ain't yeah. the purtiest. Let's just leave it at that. All right? <sighs> There's a lot of calluses on there. Yeah. There's a lot of crooked t- What would they say? It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. I don't know if I uh I don't know if I would uh subject somebody to have to. Scrub down my toes, but I'd be willing. I guess that's why you tip them nice. Right? Absolutely, you got to tip them really nice. Tip them really nice. But that—that that
0: is, you know, part of the reason why my disposition has not been so sunny today. It's been a little more aggressive. Uh huh. sad to let people know.
1: Our buddy Thrash tweets us and says, How about Mac Jones shaking everybody out of their shoes at the end of the game oh, like Lamar Jackson? Goodness. He's just trying to hit the gritty. Uh, I mean, what's he I doing out here?
0: nonsense. It's a bunch of nonsense. They say, Yeah, that's probably like this. You know why?
1: <laughs> it's because the one time in his life he got away, or the one time in his NFL career he's going to get away from Bill Belichick, he Seriously, had to have right? some fun for a minute. Hey, ooh. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, uh, nation 920 tweets us and wants to know if either of us had a chance to watch Going Deep with Terry Bradshaw. I saw some clips, but yeah, not, not the whole thing. In. I did not see it. No, I saw some clips, but not the whole thing. Looked pretty good. It's it's definitely on my list. Um, he said also I finally watched that Home Team movie on Netflix, the Sean Payton movie, and it was actually pretty good. All right, now now with, with, see, with, uh, Kevin, with Kevin James? James. Now you guys are messing with all this man, pit talk. You trying man. to bring up Sean Payton?
0: I think they mess with you for real right now. Yeah. You, they you, have to mess you with you. You planned
1: this today, didn't you, Moses? How, how
0: can a Sean Payton movie with Kevin James and Sean Payton be a good movie? I just don't,
1: I, I, I refuse. I refuse to believe that. I can never tell you. I need better casting. I can never tell you because I
0: ain't watching. That's your friend. Yeah. You know,
1: if you know anything about me in the history of this show.
0: You know, you love you some Sean Payton. You can't. <laughs> you know,
1: when I made that, kid, I told you the other, uh, like a couple weeks ago, I gave you my top three nightmare scenarios for Ben Roethlisberger's uh-huh. successor. And number mm-hmm. one on that list was Kirk Cousins yeah. because of all the jokes that I've made at his Correct. expense over the history of this show. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'd have to go back and strike that all from the record. This is very true. I mean, Sean Payton's like the coach equivalent of, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, of yeah.
0: Kirk Cousins. It, it, it would be very difficult to have Sean come on this show. Or, or be a part of this organization and us still be on the radio or on the yeah, show. Yeah, Mr. Rooney yeah. would have to fire us on the spot. Yep.
1: I mean, he'd have to get rid of us. Yeah. Could you imagine us doing the Sean Payton press conference Not lead-in? Not a chance. I mean, ah, here be, we go, Mr. Excuse. What are we going to hear today? They'd be canceling us out here. They'd be, they'd be tweeting old clips. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Strike that from the record. Yeah. Who's the producer of this show? Yeah. Strike that from the record. You know, all these people are out here getting canceled, Mozi. Are we gonna get canceled for making fun of Sean Payton?
0: Can't cancel me. Can't cancel me. Can't cancel me. Only Mr. Rooney can cancel me. Yeah, and he already did that. <laughs> we well, didn't renew my contract, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no place. They say every joke got some truth, though. Oh. <laughs> he said you go, you go ahead and play your contract out. You good? Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> yeah, you did get some nice Arizona gear hey, hey, out ch- of it, touch me, I ain't tripping, man. Hey. Big smile. You got some nice uh Big smile. What was the what was the okay, so you know what this is where my this is where my mind goes, this is where my memory's like. When you and I first started doing this show uh-huh. and you had, you know, recently come back from Arizona. Yes. Was I still what? You, you to, no, you told a story on the air one time on our show uh-huh. about how there was a burger place in Arizona that you got delivered like every night when you were living out there. Yes, it's very true. What's that place called again? It's called Jack in the Box. Jack in yes. the Box.
0: Yes, indeed. That's that's, uh, that's where my that's, mind. That's one
1: thousand percent true. You could tell it's lunchtime around yeah. here.
0: Yeah, I, I was a Jack in the Box. Like I was trying to keep them in business. They was lunch, they breakfast, mi- lunch and dinner. So they,
1: when you flew, yeah. when you moved back to Pittsburgh, they missed you there. Yeah, they was like, they, they say, really, you you leaving us?
0: Missed m- most. What would you be? You can't leave us. I'm saying, I'm sorry, guys. I got to go back. I got family.
1: Nation nine twenty also wants to know, what's the best? So, you know, speaking of movies, what's the best football movie ever? Uh,
0: for me, I like any given Sunday. Yeah, Steaming Willie beeman Julius Shark. Yeah, I just like
1: that movie. I, mean, I
0: there's a ton of movies though that are like don't football movies. I think yeah.
1: any given Sunday is my favorite football movie, yeah. but I think the best football movie is Remember the Titans. Does that make sense? I, I can get what you're
0: saying, yeah. For like, me, I, 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 like, I, I like Remember the Titans. I never got into it like how a lot of people did, like when they put it on like that pedestal. Because for me, when I think of football movies, it's not just about storyline. Sure. It's about when I actually see you acting out the football scene. And it's not very and, good And, 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 and I'm the sorry, that, that backside Georgia reverse by Petey, nah, bruh. No, bro, I can't. Oh, no, bro. <laughs> Mr. Upright running on that thing. Boy, Lord. Straight 90 degree guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm cool on that. Every time that scene pops up, I want to turn the TV off. I'm just like, yo, I don't know where this guy is running. He is so upright, robotic. The like, bro, I, I just can't. Whereas when I watch any given Sunday, when I watch Friday Night Lights, even when I watch the program for Crying Out Loud, Ooh. the defense in there, the, 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 the what movement, about The Longest Yard? T- yeah, Because even Nelly, I was actually surprised with Nelly in terms of how athletic he was as a running That's back true, in that movie. Actually, he, yeah. he definitely surprised me. But you could tell the difference that when you watch Friday Night Lights and mm-hmm. some of the actual like football scenes where they're running around, you're like, bro. Come on, yeah, here, there's man. There's some
1: really good football. There legends. are though, bro. The replacements. Yeah, I, I love the replacements. That's, that's another good Varsity one. Varsity Blues, mm-hmm. Water Boy, which Absolutely. is you know more of the comp, but still. It's still a good movie. Little oh. Giants, though, is well, crazy. I was just I love gonna say, Giants, like, like, all right, I'm scrapping all my answers. Little Giants is my answer. Giants, Giants, help Spike us. Don't, God. Spike don't play with girls, okay?
0: Spike don't do it, man. When Spike, went, man, when Spike, daddy lifted his arm out and my man Spike started doing pull-ups, you know how I tell my son to this day. To this day. If I lift my arm up, hey, hey, you know what it is. You you better get up here and start pulling up. Spike don't Spike don't play ball with girls. When Spike put that refrigerator on his back and started walking, and them kids was like, Oh my god. <laughs> Yo. Spike was a man. And Indeed. Becky the ice I love the ice bikes. That was my first introduction. I, I listen, we're gonna transparent today. Wes when I first started playing football, <clears throat> there was a young lady on my team.
1: Oh, no. She
0: was the equivalent to Becky of the ice yeah, Box. Please
1: tell me this isn't going where I think it's going, where you caught a body out there on this. No, 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 no. Okay. okay. It, it
0: was a body that was caught. The problem was it was my body. You know what I mean? She, she, yeah, yeah Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, Listen, I was ready to quit football my first year playing football because this young lady, I don't know who she is. I don't know what her name was, but she would terrorize me on the football field to the point where my dad incentivized me. I'd give you a dollar. Get one flag, I'd give you a dollar. <laughs> I had to play against her every week, Wes. I only made $3 the whole year. Just think about it. You do the math, okay? Had $3 the whole season, okay? Whole season. I thought she was the Icebox. So until I saw the movie, The Little little Giants, and I actually got to see another female dominate guys like that, I was very insecure about my play. Icebox made me feel good. When I saw what she was able to do, I said, oh, it's okay, guys. I'm all right. So, yeah, man, big time salute to that movie, man. Love that
1: movie. What's that cheerleader doing with a helmet on? Yeah. That's no cheerleader. Mm-hmm. That's my niece, Becky, and yeah. she's pissed. She's pissed. You don't want that smoke. <laughs> Trust me on this one, big I fan. haven't seen that movie in so long. I it's know, a classic. I know what, oh I'm, God, doing. God, I know what classic, I'm doing. I know what I'm doing Saturday night. Such a classic. Yeah. The defensive line's in the backfield. <laughs> the quarterback's on the sideline. Give the ball to Johnny. They're standing get the around, butts. Get the ball to Johnny. Get the ball you to Johnny. You can't pitch to Johnny. Hey, i Johnny. Stop Johnny. <laughs>
0: tell you bro
1: uh, i'm johnny. Now see, get these t- johnny this always stimulates a bunch of conversation ron Dallas <laughs> says the program in varsity blues oh man steeler cop says rudy it makes me cry every time rudy. hey yo i ain't gonna lie. when my man started
0: clapping for for my man rudy oh, he had the butt right, like that so was the most little, aggressive
1: passionate clap ever i loved it. a little honesty right mm-hmm. i've talked about this before on the show oh yeah you know uh, last time Notre Dame won a national championship, 1989, it was mm-hmm. against my Mountaineers. Major Harris, you know, injured on the third play of the game. Mm-mm. Let's just say my grandfather was not a big fan of Notre Dame, you know, because he was alive for that in '89, unlike I was. I was about to say
0: you were alive. So for that, I though?
1: was raised that Rudy was a horrible movie, that Rudy was offsides, that it was all a bunch of lies and all a bunch of Notre Dame propaganda. But just blame my grandfather.
0: Well, I can't blame your grandfather because I too felt like Rudy was definitely offsides.
1: I was not a fan of that at all. <laughs> Watch Juju, Ben Hay, Nekorafor, say anyone remember Playmakers on ESPN? Yes. Yes. There were two shows. It it, it
0: ain't last long. You know why? (laughs) (laughs) It ain't last long.
1: (laughs) They say there's some truth in every joke.
0: It did not last. They said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Y'all showing a little too much now. Get rid of it.
2: (laughs) There were two shows when I was a kid. Two shows when I was a kid
1: that my parents really tried to stop me from watching. (laughs) South Park. And mm-hmm. playmakers. Yeah. Yeah. Play, playmakers, yeah, playmakers, yeah, playmakers, different. It was different. Uh, yeah. Steeler Nation 920 says, "Don't forget about the annexation of Puerto Rico."
0: Yeah, that's still my favorite. Like, whenever I'm doing my football camp, so I'm working with like you youth, always title I something. I always have a play called the annexation of Puerto Rico. Love always got to pay homage to that movie.
1: Absolutely. I've, I'm pretty sure it's. On, is it? I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, It should be on Netflix. Yeah. I think it's on Netflix right now. I, like I said I know what I'm doing this weekend. Um, let's see here. Just one or two more quick ones that I want to get to. Francis. Said cookout or Jack in the Box. I think cookout might be a little overrated. Don't hate me for that. See, I feel like with these regional food conversations, like it all. Like, see, I love cookout, but that's because I only get it like twice a year when so, I'm when I'm going yeah. to Hilton Head. And see, know? that's how
0: it was for me. Like when I was growing up, like and not growing up because cookout wasn't even around like when I was a kid. But when I was in college, cookout was exciting because when we would go visit one of my friends that lived in Raleigh, it was like our thing. Like, oh, we're going to Raleigh. to See the homie and cookout. Whereas once cookout got in Jamie was kind of like all right I get it all the time it's not that big of a deal but right. then Jack in the box became like that because I only get it when I'm on the That's, west coast and I'm only on the west coast you know once in a blue moon it's like moon in right and now. out to us yeah, right absolutely. but if we
1: lived in California we, in we and out about, yeah. yeah you know what's a really good example of this um I've told you this before I don't know if I have ever said this on air one of my one of my best friends from high school like when we all graduated and went off to college he moved to LA mm-hmm. right and 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 he's was lived in West Hollywood for for over a decade I went to visit him. I visited him out there a couple times. But the first time I did was in, it was either late 2010, early 2011. Mm-hmm. And they were just getting their first Chick fil A in West Hollywood. Whew. And like every day we would like leave his apartment to, to go, go do to whatever Chick-fil-A, we were going to No, 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 no oh. To go do whatever we were going to do. And the line for Chick fil A was like wrapped around the block. I can see it. And we, Yeah, and we'd both be like laughing, but that's because we grew up with Chick-fil-A our whole life. You know, like it wasn't anything special, but in L.A. it was the first one, and it was you had to wait 45 minutes to get in there. So, yeah, with that regional fast food, I think it's all regional. Last one here. Annie says, love the idea of Mike Tomlin grooming Austin as his heir apparent. It almost takes away the sting from all of Mozi's WVU smack talk. Oh,
0: almost. Don't you do that. Y'all know I love some WVU. I just look at it like this. I feel like...
1: Oh, no. Here's another opportunity for him to get (sighs) us.
0: No, no. no. I, I was just being for real. I just feel like my love for WVU will surpass my affection for Pitt when I get invited to an actual game. Ah. I've had multiple people invite me to Pitt games, basketball games, football games, I never have any issues getting into buildings when I'm down there on the south side getting uh, into the, into, into, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have any of those issues. Mm-hmm. But when I come out right here to this West Virginia side with my West Virginia co-host, still no West Virginia game invite, still no access to the big building. You know, it's just. I just well, now, look, hold on. I, I, one I, of those I, things I is feel, on me. The I, other I, one. I just feel like, you know, with Pitt, they have welcomed me into the family. Whereas with West Virginia, y'all guys are still, like, evaluating me. I'm kind of like a second cousin. I know you said it's like kissing a sister. I'm not sister material just yet. And, and, and it hurts me. That's I just wanted to say it hurts me. It makes me sad because I thought we were friends.
2: Because you're, like, my favorite West yeah. Virginia guy.
0: Tomorrow night, you want to go to a basketball game? Ah, t- oh, now you want to do tomorrow night. That's crazy. See, <laughs> see, any other time, any other time, I, 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 oh, I, need, I need to know two weeks in advance with him. But for me, it's, oh, you want to come tomorrow? Come on! Oh, I'll say I see what's going on here. I've been hoodwinked, bamboozled,
1: led astray, and <laughs> run amok. All right, we gotta go. We're 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 over. We're over we, we time all the way here. over, guys. Yeah. We appreciate the heck out of you, uh, as always. Big shout out to the best co-host in the business, Arthur Motes. Run, 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 run. And to our guy guy Chris Carter for joining us. As always, bringing Absolutely. the good stuff. And uh, for everybody who chimed in, got participated, got participating. Participated. participated. Everyone who got participating with the show. I like Everyone when who we got participated. to participating, man. Sometimes you got, you got to participate. Everyone like that. who participated with the show, you know we appreciate the H E double hockey sticks. out We're going to take a little break. We'll be back on Wednesday. That's how we're rolling now. Reminder off season schedule Monday, Wednesday, Friday, high noon. That's where you catch Arthur Motz and I. But you know what? You don't have to constrain yourself to the shackles of time limits. You can get us. Podcast form, Steelers Blitz, wherever you get your podcast, commercial free, on demand, now three times a week. Uh, so you can listen when you're commuting or when you're working out or when you're cooking dinner, or when you're walking the dog, doing whatever. Whenever, however, and wherever. So that'll do it for us today. We'll be back on Wednesday where we will really start to look ahead to the big game. <gasps> Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> He's Arthur Motz. I'm Wesley Uller. We'll talk to you guys in a little bit. Thanks for joining us. As always, it's been the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold.
2: Steelers Nation Radio.